Christina Castedio and I are new friends. I knew we were going to be friends and we would collaborate more the first time I ever spoke with her. You can go back to episode 39 to hear her personal story. Thanks, Allison, for connecting us. Christina and I have begun some discussions that can sometimes be awkward or uncomfortable for one or both of us. We're doing that for you. As a white woman in the South, I can only have that perspective from personal experience. Christina's perspective is from her personal experience as a black woman. And of course, each of you have your own personal experience. Because of that, we all have some questions or statements that may feel strange to say out loud. Am I going to be offensive? Am I going to sound ignorant? Am I perpetuating a stereotype? Should I only listen? Or am I even allowed to ask questions or even share my own thoughts? We want to help you break those barriers so you can ask each other the hard questions and say the hard things so that you and your friends can feel more at ease talking with each other. Our vision is for friends from different perspectives, whether that be different races, cultures, or beliefs, to listen to our conversations and be ushered into conversations of your own. True change and understanding will not come until it takes place at a personal level, the heart level. You will not fully know another until you know your own heart. And of course, know the heart of God. So, okay, we can acknowledge that there has not been enough progress through the generations, for sure. Yes. But are you seeing, like from your parents' generation to your kids' generation, are you seeing progress? Are we getting somewhere? Um, Is there hope looking at the next generation? Oh my goodness. I feel so much hope, especially in these last two weeks. Mm -hmm. I know based on what my parents told me, we have made so much progress, Mm -hmm. but what people, and and that's hard for people because they're like, but wait, this isn't happening. And this isn't happening. What about Martin Luther King did it? He handled it. (laughs) Yeah. He was an amazing start. He was an amazing start, but, um, yeah, there are still things that we have to work on. Um, and my parents were, I think they are actually a little bit older maybe than, um, Ruby Bridges, who was the Mm -hmm. first, um, you know, little girl who was integrated into a white school and how brave she was. Mm -hmm. But, um, that was that was during their childhood so that's what they saw and um for them now to see their grandchildren and who their grandchildren's friends are and who they choose to date um it's just it's it's so very very different but even just this morning i received an email that just kind of listed out all of the progress that has been made just in the last week. And (laughs) I cried my eyes out. I am so grateful that I am alive. I feel like it's civil rights all over again. Mm -hmm. Like I am so thankful to be alive during this time and get to see the actual change and be a part of it. And I mean, this is, this is going to be in the history books. I think 2020 is going to be a whole unit, not a chapter. It's a whole unit. Yes. Maybe it's own book. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe it's, yes. There's so much, but, and just the support we're seeing in other countries and 
they're pulling monuments to these slave owners and um and people who have been have been viewed as heroes they're realizing what this is not a person we should celebrate i saw something i don't remember in what country they pulled a statue down they didn't save it and take it to a museum they threw it in the river oh wow <laughs> they threw it in the river that is incredible to me yeah like, we will not be these people anymore and it's happening here and all over the world and they're changing legislation Mm -hmm. So that the police force is completely different. And I just, oh my goodness, and George Floyd and Breonna Taylor and so many others, I feel like right now during this time, they have been the sacrificial lambs. Mm -hmm. George Floyd was, was the icing on the cake. He was, he's what made everything blow up. Mm -hmm. Like enough. We will not let this happen anymore. Why do you think he was the last straw? Mm. Was it just time or was it? I think it was time, but I also think that we have had never, all the videos we've seen over the years, mm -hmm. we've never seen something so clear, something so blatant, such blatant disregard for life. Mm -hmm. I mean, blatant. That man, that evil police officer, he had no expression on his face. Mm -mm. That to me was straight up evil. And we, we actually watched the life leave a man's body. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. like, I was, I was talking to one of my daughters about it and the fact that it wasn't just a split second. Yes. Oh, I'm afraid he's about to shoot me. I'm going to shoot him first. It right. was right. almost nine minutes of just waiting for him to, yeah. Die. Yeah. And I think when he called for his mother, uh, I, I don't, there was just something about that, mm -hmm. that I think not just as a mother, but everyone who has a mother yeah. <laughs> and everyone who is a mother, which is all of us, um, you know, who have a mother, um, we can identify with the um just the horror of that mm -hmm. as a as a grown person you call for your mama where i just wonder you know we found out later that she had already passed i just wonder did he see her yeah was he on his way out and he saw her and called to her you know i don't know but and the fact that that man left his knee on his neck after he was dead even yeah he had to feel that he wasn't even breathing yeah. And that's straight up evil. Yeah. And that's, you know, that's why it's so hard for police officers right now and for people like we've got, that man was evil. I mean, that's, yes. a, that's a different category. Yes. You, do, you cannot put all police officers in that category. And there are evil teachers and there are evil priests and pastors and people that are supposed to love and care for us. So we do, we've got to separate it. Mm -hmm. That was evil. And there have been, I don't know if they're all evil, but bad police officers, you yeah. know? And the reason why it's heightened is because those are the ones that are supposed to take care of us. Yes. They're supposed to protect us. And it's a higher us. calling. Yeah. It's a higher calling. And 
they get held more accountable. Just like, you know, I, I was reading in James, the chap, the book of James in the Bible. Such an amazing book of the Bible. Yeah. It, it's everything we need to know for how to live. Um, but teachers and, and leaders and all, those are the ones that are going to be held more accountable mm-hmm. for their sins or for how they lead people. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think that's the thing with police officers. That's why everyone make, is making such a big deal out of the police. Mm-hmm. They're not Christina Custodio, who really doesn't have a place. You know, to I haven't I haven't committed to protecting the people. You mm-hmm. know, I saw a video of a police officer um, almost immediately after that happened recite the oath that you Mm. take as a police officer Mm. and he was just expressing like this man if you even want to call him that (laughs) did not take this oath seriously yeah here's a question i have okay um and this is i personally have this question okay and i don't think i'm gonna preface it with i don't think it i don't think it should change the progress or the things that are happening or the conversation that's happening but how do we know that what that officer did was a racist act? Like, would he have done the same thing to a white man, an Asian man, a, a woman, a mm. whoever? Like, was this just a power trip? And it was somebody that he decided needed to do what he said or else? Like, how do we know that it was really racially driven? Do we know? Oh, I think that's a really tough question. And I think... Mm-hmm many people have asked that and it's valid i think the way we're judging it is based on history and recent history and how people have been treated people of color have been treated compared to people who are not um and it just it was senseless um i guess how do you how do you reconcile like what other reason would he do that? And I know there were complaints made against him in the past. Um, I don't know. I haven't seen the report. I don't know how many of those people were of color. I think, I think all of them were. Okay. Um, uh, not all African-American, Hispanic. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't remember seeing anyone on the list being described as white. Right. But I don't know if that's because maybe it didn't say what race everyone was. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure. Right. So I think we can determine from his past and just how things went down that that's what it was. And, you know, there are just certain things. I know that people accuse black people of being overly sensitive. Mm -hmm. But you know how sometimes you just know what you know you just know trust your gut yeah um and i think that i think that most humans in this country could see what it was Mm -hmm. when there's examples of you know so many examples of white people doing similar or worse things with very very different outcomes it's just an overwhelming amount of discrepancy between the races mm-hmm. and I think I think we just know I think we know 
I'm so thankful for Christina's honesty when she answers all of my questions. I'm excited that she feels hopeful about the future. I'm grateful that she sees progress and change over the generations. And in an odd way, I'm kind of grateful to be alive right now. As hard as times are, they're also good and hopeful. Thank you so much for listening to our conversations. If you're willing to share your own conversations with us, you can find both of us on Facebook and Instagram, Christina Custodio and Gnome Podcast. And of course, those links are in show notes. Tell us what you're talking about or what else you want to hear us talk about. If you're listening to these episodes as they are released, we're going to take a break over the weekend. Take that time to really reflect on what we've talked about, the feelings that it's brought up for you, the questions, the things that you want to say out loud that might be hard to say, and find somebody to have those chats with. And we will talk to you on Monday.